0: So I did interview Nick Offerman, and told him about our little podcast. That,
1: that you did not tell him the name of?
0: No, but I mean, he has like three to choose from.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so the official one,
0: yeah, and he knows we're not the official one, right?
1: <laughs> How was that though? I mean, I was Nick Offerman. Just seems like a a like a cool cool guy.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, if I listen, I haven't listened to it yet because for several reasons um, but it felt like there were times it was awkward mm. I was very nervous um, especially since my goal was to not mention the words Ron and or Swanson um, so I tried to point uh, to steer the direction clear um, of that and focus on books
1: he's doing a tour right
0: Yes, so he's touring, Um, he's doing like a comedy, like monologue tour that is directed by his lovely wife, Megan. Megan
1: Mullally? Yep. Who's hysterically funny. Yes. And I didn't realize until like a later watch through that she was, uh, was she on a whole arc? I don't think she was on an arc, but she was definitely on at least an episode of uh, Frasier.
0: Yes, I think. So, from what I'm to understand... I think they started. I like they started knew each other like in Chicago, mm-hmm. or and then he, yeah, then yeah, she's on an episode of Frasier. I recall from my watch, and he, they, um, he has ended up in a few episodes of *Will and Grace*, mm-hmm. and they frequently, you know, start on each other's works when they can.
1: Well, yeah, and then she was uh obviously. Tammy on uh, she's Parks Tam- and Rec. She's yeah.
0: Tammy one or no? She's Tammy one or Tammy two? Tammy, Tammy one. Ten. Well, one of the Tammies is Patricia Clarkson.
1: Right. I think she was Tammy
0: one. Yeah, and then for Tammy two is Megan Mullally. Mm-hmm. Yes, we
1: <laughs> It's been a while since I watched Parks and Rec. That's uh, because we're watching the Good Place, and this is what the fork. And I'm Jared. I'm Jason. I see what you did there. It's uh, the good segue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um at ltd underscore engagement at jason e kyle k-e-i-l and at phoenix new times or phx culture as i'm the editor of such and at what the fork pod yes on <laughs> both the instas and the twitters
1: and what the fork pod at gmail.com if you wanted to email us mm-hmm.
0: which uh how's the inbox looking not full yeah is it light
1: you know, what? I haven't checked it in a while, to be honest.
0: Oh, so for all... So my- it
1: could be full. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's cat.
0: So for all we know, we've been having... We could be having positive and or negative feedback.
1: We could. Mm-hmm. We'll never know yeah. until one of us checks it. Maybe, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it has to be you. You have, have the password. The access. That's <laughs>
1: correct. Which is how I got like you know, weeks after the fact, oh, you're trying to reset your Instagram password.
0: (laughs) I've never tried to reset. They just want you to verify the email address.
1: Uh, Oh, okay. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Anyhow. so um, Congratulations, you did it.
1: (laughs) But if you would like to email us or rate and review the show, that would be fantastic. Wherever you're listening to it, be it your Apple podcasts, be it your uh Google podcasts, be it your I don't know why I'm talking like this, be it your um Spotify or Stitcher or whatnot.
0: Any place where you get podcasts. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I did check up all our, our Apple Podcast page the other day. Oh yeah. So still five out of five for everyone. Nice. We're so. we
1: still sitting at what was it like ten or eleven reviews or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Still sitting at ten or eleven. Let's let's see if we can't get to twenty guys. You know, there's there's obviously like at least hundreds of you out there that listen, so it would be it would be great. There are hundreds of you. Mm-hmm. There are. Hey, you know what? I'll take that. It's not bad for a podcast that neither one of us spends a lot of time promoting.
0: <laughs> um, sir, mm-hmm. I. If anyone who reads any of my pieces will know, tell you. Yes, it's in it your says, byline. I, I says co- byline. it. Co- I co-host a podcast, and so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have to search for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But do you mention it by name? I do not.
1: Again. <laughs> I don't want to abuse my power. No, fair enough. But, I mean, it's also, how is it not, you know, it's culture. You're a culture editor. You're contributing to culture.
0: I, yes, I contribute t- to culture by talking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, how else? It's I'm not, not like. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not Spalding Gray. <laughs> okay. okay. I am not uh, Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> so um Spalding Gray contributed to culture by talking a lot.
1: Indeed. Yes.
0: Um, David Sedaris contributes to culture by talking a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we are contributing to culture <laughs> I guess in a way, but I
1: I don't know. Uh, whatever, man.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I like well, what we do. But, but you are. we are
1: talking it down. Hardcore, man.
0: It's Saturday afternoon, man. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, There was something that I wanted to bring up, but oh. I don't remember what it was. Oh,
0: but I didn't get to the reason why. Oh, to the Offerman? Talk. Yeah, to the Offerman. So I did tell him that we host a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I asked him what it was like for him to watch the show like as a fan. Because obviously he's not in this. Mm-hmm. And being a friend of... Michael sure, sure and yeah he, and he I think he's in agreement with well with me and you well, me anyway um that the fact that he's gone away with this for like four seasons mm-hmm. and, um it just amazes because it's just it teaches us to be better people and but he also said you know uh, you know, um when we get together we don't generally talk about work. We talk about our lawnmower. Did it get fixed. <laughs> was that your
1: offerman? Yeah, it was my like, like,
0: <laughs> You tried to go down
1: like one octave. Yeah, and I tried talk, to talk a little, I tried to little on this
0: side of things. Yeah. you got Sam Elliott. I did. Yeah. I did get a little
1: <laughs> A darkness washed over the dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> darker than a steers took us on a which is funny Sam Elliott starless came up. Night. <laughs> Sam Elliott came up on a conversation too. oh yeah yeah. because well,
1: Sam Elliott was on Parks and Rec that's
0: true as the anti-Ron right but he also um, so we talked about Hearts Beat Loud, Nick Offerman's movie wonderful oh, yeah. movie I like that movie a lot I love that movie and I was asking how he got involved with that I didn't realize that the director's previous movie was that movie with Sam Elliott called The Hero.
1: I haven't seen that one.
0: Um, it's on Hulu because it ever like it's always like the top of my like things recommendations recommendations, recommendations for movies. Mm. But it's like um, but he's the star of that movie, and apparently, according to Nick, as I recall, the director really took a shine to me, <laughs> so he wrote this movie around me and i couldn't say no hmm. i did all my best to promote it <laughs> yeah.
1: fair enough i yeah like i said i i, I and it stars our boy uh yeah. ted danson too And mm-hmm. there
0: yes it does so i mean he's i mean he's a fan like so nick Auburn's a fan of the show just like the rest of us but apparently when him and michael sure get together they talk about like
1: lawnmowers and things lawnmowers and things furniture maybe yeah building canoes.
0: Mm, I, they just don't talk about work. So, which is fair. I mean, mm-hmm. so like we don't talk about podcasting when the mics are off. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, so, um, how we'll, we'll get into this episode. I, I hadn't seen this episode since it first aired. I like this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it is verging on filler though. It's a, it's a mid, it's a mid season episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's furthering along the concept. There is a big reveal at the end that we'll get to. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, and there's, there's definitely, there's a moment in there that, that, uh, got me choked up a little bit.
0: There's a few moments. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could, this is the most I could relate to Eleanor. Like in this episode,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, definitely, yeah. So. Well, and really, I, I, I had, excuse me, having a, a, a slightly younger brother, a brother is two years younger than me. Uh, I, I did also relate to Tahani's thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I have a sus- not that my mom pitted us together, but there are definitely. Definitely, people in the family that did pit us against Mm -hmm. each other in a in a in a not dissimilar way. So,
0: I um, I have a younger sister, and we were kind of pit against each other, but not really. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. But I could relate to it too a little bit. But I like Eleanor's story, just you know, tugged. Yeah,
1: it's a good old fashioned dysfunctional family episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, it occurred to me. Uh, cuz i'm doing a, a rewatch of the larry sanders show um and it just never i mean there are definitely some parts of it that that are not um woke let's say woke well, yeah. <laughs> but it's still it's 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 there are very few things that can top it if anything from a sitcom standpoint performance wise uh episode to episode they're just being um like no fat to it there's there there're like every every uh word like just perfectly executed by that cast and uh just amazing drop in performances from I was watching one last night where uh Colin Quinn was on it as Artie's son,
0: <laughs> and he's talking to Chris Isaac. <laughs> This is a conversation that could only a moment that could only happen in the 1990s. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But um
1: I mean, but that core group of people, I mean, and even, you know, um you, you can argue that there's definitely some some underdevelopment of some of the uh B characters and you can see why uh you know Jeremy Piven left uh because he wasn't feeling satisfied with how much time he was getting. Uh, I always thought that Janine Garofalo's character could use a little more development, mm-hmm. um, but that core of Artie and Hank and and uh, and larry
0: The 3 white guys. Yep. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Of course. Um, <laughs> it was a Larry Sanders joint, you know. I mean, uh, 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 Gary uh, Gary Shanling, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, I don't know. As it's there's there's There was really nothing like it prior to that and has been nothing like it since. Mm-hmm. And that can kind of be applied to the good place as well in that, you know, the fact that you have at least, you know, a, 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 maybe not hugely successful, let's say, from a, a viewership standpoint in the way of, of say, you know, uh, Ted Danson's. Uh, previous show Cheers was from a viewership standpoint, but what kind of network show gets those numbers anyway anymore? Yeah, but th- they got away with having a network show that it centers around philosophy and human interaction and um, uh, morality. You know,
0: yeah, um, it's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. but. I think the difference between, say, your Larry Sanders show and this show is that um, people had to pay to watch Larry Sanders. Fair enough. And this is...
1: I'm still having to pay to watch Larry Sanders.
0: <laughs> yeah, you still have to pay for like to watch Larry Sanders because you have to subscribe to your HBO now, which yep. will eventually become HBO Max. Is that... Which, ha- what's that now? Which will eventually become, um, you know, big and easy when everything merges together and there's Sure. Everything melts down and the world ends and Wow, that took a nosedive. But um yeah, you still have to pay for it. Long as this we don't technically have to I can if I show up at the right place at the right time and
1: Yeah, but we don't. I'm paying to watch this. I have the I have the Netflix subscription so that I can watch (laughs) the good place.
0: If I wanted to I could watch season four for free with ads yeah but
1: you hey. couldn't rewatch it necessarily.
0: No, I'd have to wait till the rerun or sure Until it gets on I place. understand your points, yes, so
1: anyway, which, I'm just saying,
0: which by the way, are you getting Disney plus?
1: I think I'm actually getting it for free for the first year because I have Verizon,
0: oh, very nice, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. go you Yay me. Ha, yeah. ha ha go corporate go corporate synergy <laughs> um
1: yeah I was well I probably would have gotten it if if just for um, uh, the the Star Wars show mm. I would have ended up I would have ended up getting it which apparently
0: um, they're showing to nobody no critics, if you need yep really yeah it does have Warner Herzog well I mean you got to get the the Werner bump.
1: The Werner <laughs> is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yes, is good. Yes. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I I so my son knows the good dinosaur, the Pixar, the sub, the mildly decent pixar movie exists
1: mildly decent i i i didn't see that one there i'm a few pixar films
0: behind you're not missing that darn thing okay it's probably i mean it's no cars two as far as quality goes but it's not it's not their best one
1: i don't think i've seen either one of the cars
0: you're again you can totally skip that i'm
1: trying to think the last pixar movies i saw might have been um up and wall-e
0: oh man you are way behind mm-hmm. Dumb. um
1: i saw big hero 6 but that wasn't a pixar
0: no you should definitely see inside out
1: oh i saw inside out yeah. okay okay yeah that yeah. one was good
0: then you're up to the you're up to snuff on the quality one
1: yeah, when that came out i remember the somebody did some sort of meme about uh, you know going through the pixar um, like uh, evolution of toys you know Toys have feelings, and then cars have
0: feelings, and then feelings have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, well, I guess speaking of feelings, I guess we should maybe get into this. And and, and, and have some feels? Yeah, have some feels here. And so, if we recall, Elmer was feeling rather upset because she found out her mother was alive. <laughs>
1: Are you trying to give a recap?
0: Maybe I am. It's what we call the good transition. Do you see what I did there? Sure.
1: And she lives
2: here. Why didn't you tell me sooner, man?
0: I'd already told you that you died
3: and that I had tortured you for centuries and that you're doomed to be tortured again. I just didn't want to be like a bummer. (laughs) But now you know everything important about your life. I promise.
2: A police officer came to my home and told me that my mom had been accidentally trampled to death when she bent down to adjust her toe ring at a Rascal Flats concert.
3: That's that so police specific. That's yeah, very actor. specific. See, yeah, about a month irritating. before, yes. your mom had gotten drunk, wandered into a charity auction, and bid $30,000 for a date with Gene Simmons, Pink. outbidding everyone else by $29,800.
1: Burn! Gene Simmons! <laughs> $29,800 more than anyone else.
0: Are you a Kiss stan? I am not. Eh, neither am I.
1: I do not feel the need to rock and roll all night or party every day. Yeah.
0: yeah he's, um, there was this movie he did with Tom Selleck. Runaways. Yes. It's written by Michael Crichton. And directed by him too. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: As uh, That one also has Kirstie Alley, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I've seen it more than once.
0: It has, <laughs> I, oh, more I,
1: than twice.
0: It was on Amazon for a while, and I watched it like a...
1: Probably more than five times I've seen that film. I actually like that film. It's like, um, you know, for me, it's kind of like a Buckaroo Bonsai, where it's something that I know it's not necessarily a great film, but I'll watch it anytime time I come across it.
0: You see, I... Okay, so I... I think on,
1: we've disagreed about Buckaroo Bonsai we before. We did, yeah,
0: because yeah, I finally watched it, and I was like, what is the big deal? I I don't know. I, I like get it. it yeah yeah I can get why people like it it just wasn't for me but right away though mm-hmm. I mean there's the creepy acid spiders yeah those were those
1: those were actually scary to me as a kid yeah but I still watched it, anyway because I had Magnum because mm-hmm,
0: yeah there's Magnum PI mm-hmm. you now chase like seeing the most ridiculous dialogue I, yes and, absolutely and, and trying to you know and his companion is a uh, android who looks like a walking stove <laughs> <laughs> yep mm-hmm. and his son is the kid from Five of the navigator oh yeah so and then it's um, been
1: a long time since i've seen that movie
0: <laughs> uh, it, it'll probably be on disney plus for all we know oh yeah yeah uh, and then um because uh, they're showing so they're because they're gonna have so sorry note, they're gonna have tron for sure I, you know, I I
1: love original Tron Mm. and I actually like
0: Tron Legacy. I do too. And then they're going to have like the cartoon, they're a cartoon movie too. There's a
1: cartoon Tron. Is Jeff Bridges going to be in it?
0: I think there's some involvement in that one. Okay. Like, I think they had planned Tron to be like a big...
1: Franchise kind of deal?
0: Franchise kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. then it just kind of like it didn't take
1: well the thing is so like i said obviously we're digressing we got to get back to runaways which is itself a digression right, right. of uh for this but um i i really think that that just took too long because i loved watching tron as a kid mm-hmm. but that had already i think the film came out in 82 or something like that yep and so when I was watching it, it was already, you know, I was born in 82. So when I was watching it, it had already been around for a long time. I think I saw it on TV for the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, and so a good 30 some years after that, they decided to go ahead and do a sequel to it and mm-hmm. try to reboot it. I mean, it, it, honestly, if I had not seen the original I probably wouldn't have cared that much about going and seeing the the reboot, as mm. it were.
0: And I think the only reason why I even took off like it did is because, like, people, influencers at the time, mm. you're, you're Daft Punk's. and Sure. Uh,
1: I that, I mean, that's one of the reasons to love that film. That yeah. has a killer soundtrack. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. um, Like, the, the soundtrack's good. I mean, it's no Wendy Carlos, but mm-hmm. it's still, like, really good. And I don't know. I just... I like both movies a lot. I like Olivia Wilde's performance in because mm-hmm. she's like this mix of naive and badass. Mm-hmm. And I could, I mean, Garrett Hedlund's okay, um, and Michael Sheen. Oh yeah, doing his Bowie.
1: Yeah, that was pretty great. I
0: was oh just all of it's just um, yeah, I liked it. I I I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um and. So and I, I know. So go back to Runaway. Like I, I don't even remember where we're going, but but I remember we we're
1: talking about Gene Simmons.
0: Yes, but um, Gene Simmons in that movie is like, I mean, he he says maybe about twenty words total. Yeah, but he's creepy as fuck. Oh my gosh! Just that the eyes mm-hmm. looking all.
1: He looked like just yeah, mm-hmm. dead stare. Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, menacing in his way. Yes, um, and yeah, I do. I do have a soft spot for that film. Uh, and but I, I've never been a, a Kiss fan. I've always thought that they were kind of kind of overrated. Yep. I preferred covers of their songs. So you know what, uh, Red House Painters did shock me. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Replacements did like Black Diamond. That was pretty good.
0: I like. Parts of Ace Free like, so there was, like, a moment where they all came out with solo albums. Mm-hmm. And I liked Ace Freely's, okay, part, like, because it's a little glammy and, mm-hmm. but, like, I think the reason I just don't like it is just because Gene Simmons is just such a creep in real life. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. But. Indeed. He, yeah. And, like, it's funny because he's technically married, I think he's still married to Shan Tweed. Mm-hmm. And of course, the this world that we li- that Eleanor lives and imagines, where he's still getting two hundred dollars to his mom go out on, so. on a date. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yes, to go on a date with, yeah, it's
1: yeah, the thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So he offered himself up um, f- as a prize, even though he was married. Can we also talk about for one second and then, um, that the fact that she's wearing a turtleneck? In Tarantula Springs, Nevada.
1: Yes, we can talk about that. Yeah,
0: like that's just a bad fashion choice.
1: It is the desert, but we've also talked about her fashion choice, period.
0: Yeah, I mean, this isn't even Punky Brewster. This is just (laughs) not... (laughs) I don't know. It would be interesting.
1: You know, maybe if we actually do some research for the... The, the rewatch um, <laughs> and if there I wonder if anybody's ever interviewed the costume designer about that and kind of what the choices were behind dressing each one of them because they each have a very specific style that they stick to throughout the entire series
0: mm-hmm. yeah she's very I don't want to say thrift story like it's a bad thing but like she's just very retro and mm-hmm. and she's you know dresses like a professor and mm-hmm. uh um, Jim, uh, Tahani has these beautiful sundresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Jason's. Jason. Jason's Florida trash. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Diana Tremaine is my fake ID name. <gasps> mm. How dare she steal the identity I stole?
3: <laughs> Look, I know this is a lot to take in, but we're here to help your mom get into the good place. Whatever you're feeling, remember. This is not about you.
2: Right. How could you do this to me? (laughs) Uh. Yay! You
4: found me! What the hell, Mom? Okay, baby. I can explain everything. Let's all just take a breath. You haven't even introduced me to this stretched-out, sexy Alex Trebek.
1: I'm Michael. It's <laughs> nice to meet you, too.
4: Dog. Oh, uh, it's funny. Diana now, for, you know, police reasons. By the way, whose McMansion is this? My boyfriend Dave's. He's kind of a dork, but real sweet and so fancy. His napkins are made out of, like, shirt material.
3: Cloth.
2: Okay, now this is making sense. You change your name, bag a rich loser with a tacky house, I get it. You're running a scam. No, baby, this is as real as the nails under my acrylic nails. I'm a different person. Spare me. You will always be sun-baked Arizona trash, and I know that because I grew up baking right beside you. Oh, jeez,
5: I didn't know we had company. Hey, hi, I'm Dave. Michael. Of
2: course you're Dave. Hey, Dave, you and I need to have a little conversation. Diana! Oh, hey. Who the hell is this chick?
5: Oh, this is my little (laughs) potato pie, Patricia. And who might you be, by the way?
2: Eleanor
4: is my sorority sister.
2: Right. Good old Kappa Zeta.
0: jones (laughs) i thought that was good too
1: Capazeta jones yeah uh and that's andy daly
0: yes it is i was very very happy that i was he does he does nail the role of sweet dork (laughs) right yeah
1: no it it was a it was a perfect perfect casting for that oh absolutely
6: I can't believe I have to wait in line to see my own sister. I have never so waited in any kind of formation for
7: her Wow, is this whole room just her work?
6: Don't be fooled, Judy. Camilla is a charlatan. All she has to do is paint some dumb shapes and people go mad. Those
1: aren't dumb shapes. They're a pair of boobs. <laughs> and then two extra side boobs. It symbolizes that boobs come in all shapes and sizes and distances apart. I <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy with his <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> um, and he's also not wrong. And It does look like boobs.
0: With a couple...
1: Side um, boobs. Yeah. 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 Which wasn't that... Side boob, wasn't that the name of... Um, did you ever watch... Did you watch uh, Orange is the New Black? No, I've never seen that show. Okay. Yet. pretty sure that was the name of the band that the the head on the side i don't know yeah. anyway
0: it's one of those shows where Kristen watches it and then when i i would work on something and mm-hmm. i'd come out and there'd usually be something sexy going on i would be like oh why am i not watching this show <laughs> so i'm like
1: yeah but usually the, the sexiness happening in that show was not uh sexy sexiness it was usually um actually serving some point of the show and not uh emotionally healthy
0: oh i mean i'm not saying it's like just hbo nudity where Mm -hmm. it's just there to be there like i just know that when like whenever i say hi there'd be you know some sexiness going on (laughs) it's either this or outlander i'm like why am i not watching this show (laughs) i've never
1: seen outlander
0: um but uh
1: What was I going to say about this? Anyway, it'll come back to me at some point. Mm.
6: Just go. There are plenty of other people I could help. Like my good friend, Ben Affleck, and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. Or my other good friend, Matt Damon, and his crippling addiction to my friend, Ben Affleck.
4: (laughs) It's important that you make amends. Mm -hmm. Your competitive relationship with Camilla is largely the reason that you didn't get into the good place. It stands to reason that the same would be true for her.
6: Fine. But the waiting is over. Excuse me, me. Excuse me. Excuse me. So honey... Were you waiting in
2: line to see me? That's hilarious. As a frog stares up in awe at the treetop, so too does humanity gawk at the purity of a blinding truth. Nuggins and forks are in the back. So making omelettes is art now, is it? Not that I'd expect you to understand. But it's a commentary on the world's fascination with subservience, consumption,
6: death, and pedagogy. Cheddar or Swiss? Oh, no, I don't want an omelette. I just came for a quick sisterly chat.
2: My sister Tahani refuses to order an omelet. As a result, the exhibit is now over and will never be shown again. There will be
6: no refunds.
7: Tipikus <laughs> <laughs> Tahani. As miut Tahani, kamilya megmentette az életét. Milyen árulás!
0: Newberg. Nikos? Worship the ground. Hey now! I just checked my Apple Watch. Oh, okay, so,
1: um, a couple of things. One, the fact that that of course Chidi knows Hungarian. Yes, um, and then also, as I was discussing, I uh, doing a rewatch of of the Larry Sanders show, mm-hmm. I, I of course I zeroed in on on the Dave character, Andy Daly's. Hey now, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, um, it's Hank, Hank, yeah, uh, Hank Kingsley, Hank Kingsley, played by Jeffrey Tambor. Yep. Yes.
1: Hey now. <laughs> The sign says applesauce. <laughs> no, no, that's applause. <laughs>
5: yeah. <It's> Margot Clock? <laughs> so, Michael, what do you do? Ah, well, uh, I'm an architect. Get out of here.
4: <laughs> Me too. Huh. Dave's real good. You should see the new Hooters on I 15. It looks classy, like a bank. <laughs> so, how did you two love rats meet?
5: Oh, it's a fun story. I I was working on this project, tearing down a condemned bar called the Desert Rash. I went in to meet with the contractors, (laughs) and Diana is sitting at the bar, drinking a seven and seven and seven.
2: Seven shots of Seagram Seven in Seven Minutes. It's Diana's morning drink.
5: Oh, that's right. It was very early in the morning. Well, this little spitfire finds out it's me who's closing down the bar. Next thing I know, she's got a knife to my face. (laughs) I would have been scared if she hadn't been the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life.
4: No, oh, one thing leads to another, and all of a sudden we're playing tonsil tennis on a broken toilet in the alley outback.
5: Cute. So, how did you and Eleanor
3: become friends? Well, let's just say that we lived in the same neighborhood. Oh,
5: <laughs> what a fun way to say a normal thing. Right? Well, I'm to go get ready. Today
4: is PTA elections, and I'm running for secretary.
5: And she's a shoe in too. Hey, Patty. We gotta get ready,
3: okay? I, I know we came here to set your mom on a better path, but I think she's doing pretty great.
0: I like that he calls us Margot Clock. Margot Clock, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. and that he's just a like, typical suburban dad.
1: Yeah, and also obvious that you know that that the way he's the the way he's performing it is that he's like a really good guy you know but also he's designing hooters
0: yes he's like um he's like he's like a guy he, so he's like the personification of a guy who tries kind of t- did too hard to be cool mm-hmm. like he's like um he's like a straight-laced mormon father <laughs> who cu- who watches hard pg-13 movies (laughs) and Mm -hmm. maybe watched an ra movie for five minutes (laughs) because he didn't know (laughs) yeah yeah i have hbo but the parent luck wasn't on (laughs) (laughs) I listened to a Nine Inch Nails album once. <laughs> <laughs> once? Yeah, it was the censored version, but I knew they were saying the F word. <laughs> <laughs> She's
2: completely full of it. I am gonna find out what kind of scam Donna Shellstrop is running, and I am gonna take her down. Right after I finish this awesome drink. Man, Dave's margaritas are amazing. Right!
1: Yeah. And I'm not even a tequila guy. <laughs> So this is what a museum looks like.
5: If you look at this painting closely, you can really notice the interpretation.
4: I know you're just being silly and effortlessly charming, but you actually just picked the most valuable painting in the entire museum. As of last year, that work was valued at $39.2 million.
1: Oh snap, I forgot
2: you know everything. How much is that one worth? That one is worth $13.7 million.
0: That one's got a bunch of colors.
1: That's got to add some value. Can we do
6: this <laughs> for all the paintings? Look, I've had a sort
0: of to see who
6: revelation about the world. Sorry, but, um, and I'd like to take responsibility you hear the news
0: for on my part Or um, of the actress Darcy Cam- uh, Carden? Yeah. No, I did not. She will be starring in the TV show of A League of Their Own with Abby Jacobson.
1: Okay, so I heard that because I listened to the um, Andy Richter view, Andy, Jesus, Andy Richter interview with
0: Abby, yeah,
1: and she was talking about doing the League of Their Own.
0: Yeah, I remember they were talking about that uh, just as Broad City was wrapping up, mm-hmm. and I real. I'm, I'm I thought it was kind of a joke.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, uh, it's a little odd to me that they're doing a TV show of a film. That was, what, like 92? Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah, 92 and a fine motion picture. Yeah, I I,
1: I enjoyed it. Yeah. There's so. no crying in baseball. Yeah, I mean, that was a line forever. Yes, it's it was. Still it still yes. It's mm-hmm. still a line, yes. still a line, Jerry. Probably the best film that uh, Rosie O'Donnell ever did.
0: Yeah, I think that checks out. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, probably the best film that Madonna ever did.
0: No, take Tracy. Oh, Okay. Okay. Um, we've had this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. You know. mm. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, there's got to be some other movie she starred in. That, I mean, desperately seeking Susan. But okay. But I'm trying to think. Like, is there something in the '90s that we missed? And I'm like, no, no, no. I think this checks out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dying the other day. <laughs> I, I can't yeah, no. 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 Nope. Um yeah. Worst theme song, worst.
1: What does she say? Sigmund Freud, analyze like this.
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> they're um they're back on Hulu again, the Bond movies and You mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: yeah I'll have to I have to get back into my Bond watch. Maybe yeah. that's something I'll do while I have a little time off coming up. Yeah. I do have to just, I have to just get through the Brosnans.
0: You gotta do it. I gotta mean, do it. Yeah. How far did you get? Did you get to Tomorrow Never Dies?
1: It's Tomorrow Never Dies, the one with uh, Elliot Carver and the uh, and the Chinese uh, like media takeover. And, yep. Yeah. Okay. That's how far I got.
0: Okay. Yeah. The the one that Myra likes and
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and um, uh, actually is starting to ter- starting to turn me the other way.
1: Yeah. 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 You you were once in Myra's camp and now you're 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 veering towards towards Gorley.
0: Yeah, it's a little outrageous.
1: <laughs> it's pretty insane. Um, that's not the one that has I think I might have seen the one after that then too, because doesn't the one after it have Denise Richards as Christmas Jones? Yes. And the line Christmas comes only once a year.
0: Yes. <laughs> and mind you, she is also a nuclear Scientist. Oh, makes perfect sense. Yes, makes
1: perfect sense.
0: Yes, if there's anyone <laughs> who could pull that off, Denise Richards. She, the
1: only way that that comes off is if she pulls the Homer Simpson of saying it's pronounced nuclear. <laughs> oh, no.
0: yeah, she um she does not.
1: That's Michelle Yeoh in there, though, right?
0: No, Michelle Yeoh is in Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay, yeah, she. Is awesome. She is in yeah,
1: everything She is awesome in that. Yeah. Um,
0: who's the other? Who's the other woman in? Um, Sophie Marceau. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. From, she was good in that. Yeah, yeah. She her character is uh, character. I mean, it. She's good. the character
1: itself is. Uh, yeah. there's There's definitely some things going wrong there, but the actress, uh-huh. she's she's very very good at it
0: i was i was remotely excited by that movie when i first heard that robert Carlyle would be mm-hmm. the bond villain mm. because i was such a fan of him in train spying and kind of right 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 he's been in a few other, i remember he been in a few other movies that i really liked that um that ravenous movie mm. um i liked that movie and then i was like he is probably the most underutilized like, Bond villain, mm-hmm. ever It's just, he comes off so silly and goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: it's, as does the
0: film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. But like the concept of the villain seemed intriguing and all this other stuff, and then they just... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's how far I got. Yeah. I got through that one. Okay. And then I stalled out. Yeah. There's so. still, I think, there's got to maybe just be one more Brosnan then, right? Yeah, after the that one. one is... The one with... The one with Halle Berry, yes, and uh, also what's his name in that ridiculous performance? Um, uh, Michael Madsen, right? Yes, yeah,
0: Michael oh, Madsen, because they were setting it up to be a spinoff. Yep,
1: with the uh, with the American version, right? With the the Barry and the Madsen.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, didn't happen.
1: And I I don't think that one I, I've seen bits and pieces of that one, but I've never seen that one all the way through. So that's that's what I'm really not looking forward to oh, because what I recall from it, it is not uh, in the slightest bit like watchable.
0: Well, th- so there are some highlights. So I'm not gonna, gonna like. So one of the rug pissers mm-hmm. from from uh, Lebowski. Uh, mm-hmm. um, the, the rug pissers didn't do this. This is this is. Uh, <laughs> he's um he's the guy with the diamonds in his face okay um so there's uh, apparently he's us on the fast and the Furious hmm. i've I haven't watched that movie in twenty some years Have you watched that franchise though I've watched the first, the second and then either the I think the sixth one, and then I just haven't watched. Does
1: Vin Diesel do anything else? Oh, I guess he's Groot, right?
0: He's Groot. He is um pitch black movies.
1: Yeah, but what has he done lately? I uh, guess he doesn't really have to do anything, right? He has a he had the Triple X franchise and he had he the had uh, the Fast and Furious franchise and that's pretty much all he you know, and then getting paid to do I am Groot.
0: Well he's you know. he's in some movie that I saw that actually looked intriguing. It's based on a comic book. Hmm. I couldn't tell you what the name of said movie is. I just know it has Vin Diesel in it. Hmm. But I yeah, Vin Diesel really doesn't do anything anymore. He kind of really stumbled on something. Yeah. It's funny, because I remember when like we my dad would bring home like issues of premiere and mm-hmm. entertainment weekly and he was like this indie filmmaker who got right tapped to do like a timex ad campaign this is like even before he was in saving private ryan this is pre-boiler room this is pre-boiler room which that's a fine motion picture yeah even though it like borrows liberally from Glenn gary glen ross oh yeah um but yeah it was just like him just whole like posing with a timex watch talking about how one great independent filmmaker he is and (laughs) Because he did this, like, really good independent movie, and, like, he's never done anything like that since. I mean, I get it. Like, the money's good, driving cars all day and doing ridiculous stunts. Right. And saying, I am Groot um, a lot. But, I mean, but does he have to do, like, the green suit, too, when he does that? I don't think so. Because, like, and Bradley Cooper doesn't have to do anything to be Rocket, Rocket. yeah. They just had to show up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do the voice. So that's, yeah. So cool. I guess, you know, I wouldn't complain about that kind of lifestyle. No.
0: If I could get that, I'd be all over it. I mean, it's working for Mike Myers just fine. I think he's made billions of dollars being Shrek. Right. And occasionally showing up on the occasional Tarantino movie or bad Queen biopic.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.
0: That's true. So, Yeah. Yeah.
6: Uh. fraught history. For whatever hurt I've caused you, I sincerely apologise. Thank you.
2: I do not accept your apology. Is that all then? <laughs> <laughs> well
6: shit! a shunned.
5: Jin! Come in on Megan, Magdad.
0: <laughs> Check out so for a, a non-Hungarian Plans for on a on egg, Subaru dealership, dealership
3: Slash burlesque club He's designing an The
1: Subaru dealership dealer not... de- Dealership Slash burlesque club Yes
0: yeah, Because it's Nevada
1: Yes. No. I, so is everything supposed to be Slash burlesque club I don't know <laughs> I, I've been to Vegas once man they I mean it does so is there any place that they don't make fun of in some way whenever they're there? Because they make fun of Vegas. Obviously they made fun of Jacksonville, they make fun of, of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't know that they're making fun of Hungary specifically, but um but obviously they're making fun of this that sort of uh, you know, avant garde kind of elite um I mean, uh, cerebral. Is it art or is it not art, kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Apparently, um, yeah. Apparently, they just, they took a list, like a look at me and my fa- and my family heritage, and mm-hmm. they saw that. Hmm. Let's well, Jason Sungarian, Let's make fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason now lives in Phoenix. Let's make fun of that, and just make fun of everything, and he'll mm-hmm. never ever be cool.
1: I've I've heard they're gonna put the last episode in Detroit and uh and really take the piss out of them. Yeah, I'm
0: sure Milwaukee just to, to, I'm sure Okay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um but yeah, I just I it's it's interesting. I I don't think that they that um I mean I guess it's it's a sitcom. You don't expect them to not take the piss out of something.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh but um so last week, I got to go to the Legends of Speed exhibit at the Phoenix Art Museum. Yeah, I still want to check that out. It's, I mean, it's really cool to look at the cars, they're beautifully designed, but it's like, like it's also an art museum. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I asked, like, with a guy, like, is this art? And he's like, uh, yeah, it is. And I'm like, <laughs> of course it is. I've been showing like, in museums for 50 years. And I'm like, all right, Mister Art History Buff. It's just a question. I'm not trying to like knock your. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, are you, uh, did you have a problem with the, um, the film exhibit that they had there? No. I'm, okay. No, it's and they didn't really have a problem with the car exhibit either. I just, as someone who has, I mean, someone put it in this way for me, it was, I'm not a car person. So if you're a car person, Mm -hmm. you could look at a Ferrari Mm -hmm. for an hour Mm -hmm. and think it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Sure. Whereas I am not a car person. I I like cars, like especially red shiny ones and everything, but I don't. Sure. Like I, like, I think they look slick and I could probably look out for a little bit, but I'm like, but I'd rather go see the, you know, the, the actual art. I would rather go see the art, art, or mm. rather be in that dark room with the fireflies and yeah, yeah. With the name I forget, but you get the point. Have you been? Um,
1: have you been in the in the new wonder spaces?
0: I have Exhibition? not. I know I need to go.
1: I need to go there and um, check out the uh, this year's Canal Convergence too, since they're like practically next door to each other figured i would not come both out in the same night
0: well if you're doing anything next, not doing anything next week yeah let's i mean maybe definitely yeah, i mean if uh, you want to like hang out definitely maybe yeah definitely maybe yeah ryan rounds <laughs>
1: 2013 <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's i was because i i was wondering who i was gonna go with you know what with me being being definitely single again
0: i'll be your plus one thanks man <laughs> nevada's a mess what are you doing
2: searching for the telltale sign of a Donna Shellstrop's scam a pile of cash hidden somewhere so she can grab it and head out on the run when and the by time the way, comes I, she will rip this guy off disappear that,
0: I'm like sorry kaiser so Now, quote definitely single
1: unquote that's eh, probably for the best no i'm not i'm not too upset about it okay
2: say right after he admitted to groping all those people why are you in The viewers can't hear me hugging you. What's up? How old are you? Three? I'm nine. Cool. I don't know anything about kids. Hey, has Diana ever made you hide, like, a special treasure in any of your toys? No, Diana's very nice to me. She bought me most of these stuffed animals. Oh, wow. Neat. Mind if I give him just a little surgery just to check? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay.
3: All right. Doc McStuffins, let's get you some fresh air. I'm so sorry. She's is, a kid. You can't know? I was going to say,
1: it's a good, it's, it's funny, but how does Michael know from Doc McStuffins? I'm just. Yeah. I, I mean, don't so know. Is Doc McStuffins a product of the bad place? Is it a, is it a torturous kind of thing for. for
0: having mm-hmm? nieces obsessed with that? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. That as, as is the emoji movie. I've never seen the emoji oh, movie. Yeah, you're 10 minutes of now. I was done. <laughs> My nieces loved it though. Wow. Yeah.
1: Toys.
2: Fine. New plan. You casually <laughs> mention and that you're rich. Staying. I'm sorry. And seduce Donna. <laughs> when she goes for you, it will prove that this whole thing is a sham. First things first. Do you have a penis?
3: I will not seduce Donna. For one thing, I can never do that to my pal Dave. It goes against the architect's code. Also, I, your yeah, mother yeah. Where <laughs> was
1: where? The, architect's the architect's code? code. <laughs>
3: I caught that too.
1: I was like, wow.
0: That's... So can we elaborate on what the architect's code would be?
1: Well, probably um apparently don't sleep with your with the other architect's the spouse. Yeah. yeah. Um and probably um I I would imagine uh don't, uh, I don't know, don't steal each other's pencils.
0: Yeah, I can already see Frank Lloyd Wright has already violated so the, the, rules architects, the code. architect's code already. Yeah,
1: I'm curious. Don't, what, maybe uh, don't develop another architect's plot of land? I don't, I don't know. I don't
0: know. Like, use...
1: I would like more on this, though.
0: Yeah, I thought we could just goof around on it, but apparently... Yeah. If
1: anybody knows... Please tell us what the architect's code is. Yes. Write into what the whattheforkpod at gmail.com. Or hit us up on the Twitter, is it? At whattheforkpod. Pod. Yep. I'm happy here.
2: The Donna I know wouldn't be caught dead in this suburban boredom factory. Mm. She's scamming them. Look, believe me, don't believe me. I don't care. I'm going to prove it.
3: Young lady, you will stop this nonsense. Go to the PTA meeting and support your mother. I won't hear another word about it.
2: What the hell was that?
3: Well, I he thought he, he pulled that off stern, well. but, oh, yeah no. caring dad vibe. No, didn't work.
2: No, not even close. Like not in the
3: ballpark. I was trying something, Eleanor. Give me a break. I thought he did for you.
2: Until yeah.
6: Camilla accepts my apology, this open wound will hinder any progress she might make toward getting into the good place. Also, I am going to strangle her, <laughs> which will hinder any air from getting
7: into her lungs. Can I talk to her? <laughs> Maybe we should try a little third-party mediation. Like how the exhibit descriptions uh, are, so in the I, shape uh, I'm Tahani's friend, Chidi.
2: Chidi is an Igbo word that means God exists.
7: That's right. Sorry, I don't know the etymology of your name, but...
2: All of your fears are now mine.
7: Would that have worked on you? What did she say? What? Maybe. I don't, I don't think know. it would have worked on me. Sorry, like, I got what distracted. She's amazing. All of my fears are hers. Of course they are. I think
1: I would have laughed. (laughs) Ah.
7: Um
6: I sincerely apologize to you because I have matured into a fully formed adult with empathy and self-awareness.
7: But
1: if
6: you don't accept my apology, I will smash your stupid art exhibit into bits.
2: More Tahani theatrics with zero (laughs) follow-through. You don't have it in you to do anything that bold, because I'm the one who got the boldness gene. And
3: the good eyebrow gene. <gasps> That's too
7: far. No! Oh, no. All my fears are mine again. <laughs>
3: hey, hey Davey, can grant. you believe the design of this room?
5: Auditorium? <laughs>
3: More like autobormium.
7: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Savage.
4: Hello, I'm Diana I like that Tremaine. she has the entire Jesus I never choir. thought yeah. I'd run for PTA board. For most of my life, I preferred to crawl. Pub <laughs> crawl? But now, I want to make sure kids in this decommissioned military bombing (laughs) test site-turned-suburban township (laughs) get the best education Nevada has to offer. (laughs) What's that,
2: always double down on 11?
4: Also, there's a pretty great kid who goes to this school, and I want to make this place great for her. Stand up, sweetheart.
0: I'm willing to bet that Nevada has
5: higher education in Arizona. Arizona's at
2: the bottom of the Well,
5: it was the first is. Hooters yeah. ever made it. Obviously. It, sort of inspired
2: so yeah, by Monticello. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark. Oh, no. It's Dave. Oh, I know your name. I'm calling you a Mark. Easy. I got news for you, Dad Bod. The <laughs> woman you know as Diana Tremaine is really Donna Shellstrop, my much older mother. She faked her death and changed her name. Sorry to burst your bubble, but that's the deal.
5: I already knew all that, Eleanor. Your mother told me everything the first night we met first night well no not the first night actually that was mostly sex (laughs) your mother is a very confident and selfish lover yikes no 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 it's perfect for me because i don't know what i want but anyway the next morning (laughs) she told me everything and we're gonna tell patricia once she's a little bit older for now everything is going great
2: dude you don't know my mom She used to put, like, 50 things in a shopping cart, then go to the 12 items or less aisle, scream rat, and run out the door without paying. She is a liar. Well, listen, she has been nothing but honest with me. And I like that she's got
5: a wild streak. Kind of gets my motor running. (laughs) Tell you the truth, she's turning me into a bit of a bad boy. (laughs) I mean, who am I, Avril Lavigne?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, first of all, the yeah the the spiked uh, Apple Watch band and the um, yeah Avril Lavigne reference. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's um. Yeah, he's my he's my greatest fear. <laughs> he's, he's your greatest who, fear has, of you turning into him. I don't ever want to be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy, Jason. I don't ever don't
1: want be that, to that guy. guy. All right, I'll watch out for that. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: I ever wear a very boring, oh, b- boring poem. I get it. <laughs> coming
2: clean was all part <laughs> you of the Go back scam. and put plaid on Because he thinks she's honest. So when she runs off with all his money, he'll never see it coming.
3: Come on, Eleanor. I changed. You changed. Maybe she changed too. No. No way. Why can't you accept that she might be living a good, honest life? That she's an attentive partner and a good mom?
2: Because
1: I.
3: Okay, so before we get to the tear King part. Yeah. Uh,
1: because I thought it was an interesting uh Simpsons parallel to when Bart is asked about sideshow Bob having changed, you know, mm-hmm. and he and Bart says, No, he hasn't changed, he's more the same than ever. <laughs> but yeah, then we get to But this. then he is the same. He is the same, that yeah. is correct. Well and well, we'll get to it. But this is this was definitely the emotional I wanted that me.
2: mom. I wanted the mom who made me afternoon snacks instead of just telling me to look for loose fries in the McDonald's ball pit. Why does Patricia get that mom? If Donna Shellstrop has truly changed, then that means she was always capable of change. But I just wasn't worth changing for.
3: I know as your self-appointed father figure I'm supposed to say something comforting here. But I'm, I'm kind of stumped.
4: Okay,
2: final tally. 43 votes for Diana Tremaine, 12 votes for Eileen Capshaw, and one vote for Bofa Deez
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me like that. You're not my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so very, uh, you know, first of all, Definitely touching moment for Eleanor. Explains a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of her overconfidence issues making up for a lack thereof, which I think, you know, we all mm-hmm. kind of know how that goes. And then uh, the fact that um oh oh, that she was able to pull off that kind of performance while saying a line like being told to look for loose fries There's in the McDonald's
0: pulpit. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's the, um, I think at that moment she's the spokesperson for every person who's had a mildly bad childhood or, mm-hmm. or horrible childhood but mm-hmm. then, um, has, then sees how they act with their grandkids and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, or, you know, the divorced parent. Right. Um, He's, like, really good with their CEP kids, but mm-hmm. not with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: Congratulations, Adam Secretary. So crazy,
4: right? I'm going to need to get a calculator and maybe a globe? I don't really understand the job.
2: Listen, um, <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't think this whole thing was real. I just never thought I'd see the day when you made a commitment to anything. I was wrong.
4: Thank you, baby, that means a lot.
2: Let me help you. No, 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 not that one, not that one.
4: No, sorry, sorry, this powder is only for my delicates.
2: <laughs> you don't wash your bras.
4: Nope. no, nope. <gasps> I
2: knew it! My mother is a con artist. Gotcha.
7: So, before I'm tortured in the afterlife, I get to spend the rest of this life in a Hungarian prison for destruction of art. That's fun. Destruction of extremely
6: derivative art. Camilla's work has been mediocre for years. Mother and father are probably rolling over in their cryogenic chambers. Really?
7: You don't think they would be proud of her for having a whole museum wing dedicated to her work?
6: My parents' standards were incredibly high and they were impossible to please. Plus they always pitted my sister and me against each other. The two of them were a unit and Camilla and I,
3: Girls, we have a new challenge for you. Each of you
6: has four hours to complete a rendering of your favorite moment in French
3: military history. The winning painting shall be hung in our foyer during our party honoring Francois Mitterrand.
7: The losing painting shall provide the kindling for the fire that rages in our half during that party. <laughs> Doesn't that sound
6: wonderful? Yes, mother, it does. Thank you for this opportunity.
7: Who will be the
3: winning artist? And who will fail? Let's find out.
1: <laughs> Sounded like a game show host. Yes. Like in the most These demoralizing paintings. game show <laughs> yeah. of all
0: time. He's Richard that Dawson us. in The Running Man. Yes. You're the boobs?
7: Sorry, once Jason's dead, that's all I can see. <laughs> <laughs> You're the boobs.
0: Yeah, looking at the other ones with the exception of the stars. Mm-hmm. Yes.
6: What? Tony? what are you doing? No, I'm going to hug you because I love you. And because you feel just as alone as I do. I'm sorry our parents were such wankers. And I understand that you can't accept my apology because that would quench your creative thirst. They forced us to compete, and that competition has fueled your art for decades. It's so awful, and I'm so sorry. They were wankers, weren't they? Oh, the absolute biggest wankers on earth. <sighs> Let them go, please.
5: And get the other cat. Oh, me and cat bears have I've a lot mm.
2: Diana Tremaine, do you think, um, little devil.
0: Do you think that Beyonce and Solange had a moment like that at some point? Who
1: knows, maybe. I don't know enough about their dynamic.
0: You don't know anything? Oh, okay.
1: Because... Like, I'm not with it. Because, like, okay, well... I mean, please elaborate if you'd like. No, I Dad, don't. Do they have... Was there some sort of feud at some point? I'm sure there was.
0: It's I mean, they're something. sisters. I mean, I'm not there at the Knowles family reunions, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't get the invite? I didn't get the invite. All I know is that Beyonce, like, rules the world, and Solange comes up, you know, and... As also things I like, hmm, okay, and yeah, I like them both. But you know, like I like Camilla and I like, uh yeah, uh Donny. But I, <laughs> I, where is this going? I don't know, man. I, would, right. I was hoping for something more from you. I yeah, I got. I had nothing for you there. I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm totally pulling like a Michael Che here, where I'm like trying to justify how bad this joke is. <laughs> Thinking that you would save me,
1: and I came up with nothing. You came up with nothing. I came up with nothing. I I got apologize
0: for that. that yeah, is,
1: I was not doing my job as your co host.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Because you're like, do you want to talk about Runaways again? We can, <laughs> but you're like, you're you're Colin Jost right now, mm-hmm. and the, the only thing that gives me comfort is I know you're not coming home to Scarlett Johansson. And what? Do you Oh, you don't know that ScarJo and Colin Jost are like engaged? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Ruining my hopes of that ever happening.
0: Was that something you wanted to happen?
1: Me and Scojo. Yeah, Scojo. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought there could really be something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I Like I was just waiting for the right moment where we'd just casually stumble into each other and be like Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. And then get to talking and go have a coffee. And then yeah. maybe it turned into a little something and we hang out and have like a beer afterwards, maybe. Yeah. And then, you know, then things would just happen from there naturally.
0: And then, <laughs> and then you say, hey, do you like podcasts? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she never returns my call
0: ever again. No, you just tell her about women's engagement and don't mm. tell them about, and, and who in review. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, uh, Album, Pod, yeah, yeah. album infinitum because mm-hmm. obviously she's a Squeeze fan. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. She's probably heard you all right. She's oh, I'm probably, sure because she's a woman
0: of taste. Uh, yes, and she's probably doesn't know that you know, you, you know, she's probably like, I want to meet him, but like, I can't leave Colin for mm-hmm.
1: it's I'm saying right now, it's okay, he'll get over it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I can't leave, and, and like, I can't leave. Gone for this, and, and I'm saying we'll work it out. I, okay. You know, it could happen. So I'm just saying I'm on your side. And so thanks. Yeah. So I, I, I know this will happen. I mean, she's searching for you right now. It's um, I will, but immediately
1: make myself as available as possible.
0: So, but I mean, don't,
1: I am not going to play hard to get. Just don't,
0: <laughs> don't, don't tell her about this one. Don't Why not? tell her
1: about. Why not? This is the creme de la creme of, of podcasting about what the fork... I mean, wait, this is what the fork... About. <laughs> it's a good place.
0: <laughs> I am on my A-game today, guys. Yep. Uh, All right. So, because... Uh, so. You got home last night from your from your business trip
1: i was I was gone for for a few days at Disneyland uh for a work conference and it was exhausting and I got very little sleep and drank way too much and did some things I don't remember and I uh, got in at like eleven o'clock last night, so
0: I, there is a chance that you did throw up on the teacups right
1: i I don't think so okay no did you
0: even so you didn't even want to go into the park
1: no uh uh-uh. uh oh. no no, I never got further than downtown Disney, okay. I have not been into Disneyland, the park, in over thirty years.
0: Wow! Mm-hmm. So, speaking of, mm-hmm. yeah, since it's just my life into the theme of this episode, I'm pretty sure I've told the story before, probably on this podcast. Mm. So, um, I think it was like when I was like twelve, my parents went to Disneyland, told us all about it. They that, went without you. They went without me and my sister. Wow,
1: I don't think you've ever told that story.
0: Oh yeah, like they just they just
1: decided they were going to go check it out. Was it a reconnaissance mission? No,
0: no, no, no. It was um to to their um to my parents' credit, they were there um for I think it was when. So, my mom used to raise like money for the JCs for MDA. And they had just moved. I understood those as letters. Yes. The Muscular Dystrophy Association. Okay. All right. And my mom had been on the Jerry Lewis Talithan, not once, but two years in a row. Wow. Both times they mispronounced her name. <laughs> One time it was Denise Keel, which Lisa Gibbons, that's a perfectly fine mistake. <laughs> Everyone does it. And the second time it was Dennis Kyle. <laughs> oh, changed the gender. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So both times my mom's name has not been recited properly on national television during Labor Day.
1: Lisa Gibbons, I haven't heard that name in mm-hmm. decades probably. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. But they were sent to Disneyland and
0: Yeah, it was like the year they moved the convention to the Telethon to LA. Oh, okay. And they went to Disneyland and like and told us all about got to see it in Seven Years. I don't know if they ever like I I think they were always planning to go. Mm-hmm. But um I get this is like thirty some years ago now,
1: so at what age did you actually go then
0: <laughs> I went when I was thirty nine
1: Wow, okay, yeah, no, I went in nineteen eighty seven um it was uh for star tours um mm-hmm. rode that had the hat at some point um so yeah, I would have been would have been probably under five at that point actually I think I was just not quite five.
0: so so and so I went when I was 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 38 because I had run. We planned was that like the a LA marathon. Yeah, I ran the LA marathon, and Kristen was pregnant with Beckett. Mm. And um, so the cool part was is that Kristen got all the fast passes, so I could skip the lines. Mm-hmm. And, oh, nice! Yes, and go see like only wait 20 minutes to go to Indiana Jones: The Ride, mm. as opposed to like and Star Tours. Um, mm-hmm. Because they had already started switching things over to Star Wars. Gotcha. Um, but the bad part was like, I kind of like it was pretty much like a trip for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like guess just is like waited the whole time while I. Oh.
1: Well, I, I I will probably I was thinking that it, you know it might go next year when Marvel Land is open. Yeah. And then at that point, I would imagine that Star Wars Land will be a little less busy because people will be focused on Marvel. Yeah so maybe um but i don't know maybe go next year maybe the year after Thank i would kind of like to go i'm not a huge disney fan but now they have all the properties that i like so yeah you know
0: so disney plus disney plus
1: <laughs> this is not an ad we're not advertising for disney anymore they're gonna have all the Simpsons. fuck those guys oh god damn it yeah uh, all right well yeah. whatever Your name same game <laughs>
2: fine
4: Things have been going good with me and Dave, but sometimes I sneak a little bit of cash out of his wallet and I hide it away just in case everything blows up and I need to
2: skip town. Are you happy? Actually, no, not happy. But I think you are. You're holding on to this exit strategy, telling yourself that you can bail at any time, but the truth is you love this suburban life. I don't love it so much.
4: Mm -hmm. I am
2: not Basic. Ya basic. No, Mom. Ya basic. And that's okay. (laughs) Let me ask you something. Why are you wearing yoga pants?
4: Well, on Tuesday nights, I do restorative yoga with a bunch of moms from Patty's school. And what do you do after yoga? We split avocado egg rolls at the Cheesecake Factory. But we also drink. What do you drink? Chardonnay. With ice cubes. (sighs) And after one glass, I get sleepy. So I usually switch to water so I can drive home like a nerd! Hey, hey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's good, you're happy here. But you need to commit to this. Which means getting rid of that stash of escape money. And I think you know what you have to do with it. Send it to Gene Simmons? (laughs) What? No. (laughs) Spend it on Patricia. Set up a college fund. Buy her a crib, or a car. I, I truly don't know anything about kids, but this is your chance to break the chain of shell mother-daughter crappiness. You have a do-over. Use it.
4: Oh, baby, it seems like you've turned into a really good person, and you clearly didn't get that from me, so props to whoever helped you there more cash in your bra. Always, it's why you don't wash them.
6: <laughs> I still can't believe that police officer pulled you over just to tell you that you were driving perfectly. Huh. Why not? I was.
7: There is an article in the paper about Camilla's latest art installation. And look. A fractured inheritance by Camilla Aljamil and Tahani Aljamil. Gosh.
6: was very big of her, though... You really should have named the piece "Buried Hatchet," don't you think? <laughs> Such a better title. I'm going to call her and rub it in.
7: Maybe don't. No, for now. Yes. Smart. Good
3: luck, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah! I almost forgot. I sketched you up a little something. Some ideas there for your uh, your project. Wow! Well, this, this is more than a few ideas. Colors. You solved the whole <laughs> thing. That Columns sense. and porticos. Uh oh. Looks like you forgot to include bathrooms. Whoops. <laughs> well, a little oversight. I certainly used the bathroom, like anybody else. I love to sit on the, the thing and just, you know, shoot one out. <laughs> Eleanor, I'll be in
2: the car. It was really nice to meet you, Patricia. You've got a lot of people who care about you here. And good luck with the SATs. I'm nine. <laughs> Whatever. Good luck in school. You get it.
3: The others are on their way back from Budapest. We'll be picking them up in a few hours. Oh, be happy. Your mom found a better path all on her own, and you definitely helped, Patricia. Double happy ending. I know, I'm just a little sad. I'm glad my
2: mom has changed, but that doesn't fix all the damage she did to me. Let's face it, she's the reason I could never get close to anyone. I never even told a boyfriend I love him.
3: Oh, crap. <laughs> um, you remember how I told you that you knew everything important about your life? Well, I, I wasn't thinking about your afterlife life. In one of the reboots, you and, and Chidi fell in love deeply. And you told him that you loved him, and, and he told you that he loved you back. We did what now? <laughs> Do you
0: want to listen to a podcast?
2: <laughs> What yes.
0: podcast do you think they're listening to?
1: They should listen to What the Fork. Yes. <laughs> Exploring the Good Place. hmm With these guys.
0: Unofficial. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Was it unofficial all day?
0: Unofficial yeah, all day. There you go.
1: Thank you, uh, Schmitty. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Schmidt Yes.
1: I just said Schmitty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about uh, the movie we saw two weeks ago.
1: We didn't. I guess we do owe everybody a report on that, the fact that
0: we did see Western Stars. Yeah. And it did do what, Jason? What do you mean, what did it do? It changed my mind about the album. Those are the versions that should have been on the album. I'm going to rephrase that as, uh,
1: it gave you a newfound appreciation for the fantastic songs on the
0: (laughs) album. Yes, but they should have. But I, I listened. all I did that weekend was listen to the live album.
1: So I I mean there is um the mo- the the movie the soundtrack. soundtrack
0: yeah I I with the version of Ryan Cowboy as a bo- a bonus, a bonus
1: track. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so great um but yeah I mean that was there there are a few things with it one is that it definitely was a film that um I really connected with too. I thought that, I mean, definitely I was going back and forth with Ed Masley a little bit about this on Twitter, uh, that they're definitely from a visual standpoint, um, clearly uh, Springsteen watched a lot of Robert Mitchum leading up to that. You know, it was (laughs) definitely, definitely a little over the top as far as, um, uh, like the pathos was concerned, right? Definitely concentrating on being the deep brooding, type. But mm-hmm. the actual narration and him talking about, you know, working through all the things that he was working with through that to me, uh, definitely hit home. And I, I will agree. I think that the that the live versions um were more powerful than they in in many cases anyway, they were more powerful than what was on the album.
0: But do you think that seeing them in like with that lead in helped or
1: I do. I think it enhanced things.
0: Yeah. Like would you if you had listened to the soundtrack, would you have thought the same thing or like with without the visual aids and
1: I don't know. I should listen to the soundtrack. I haven't listened to it outside I haven't listened to those performances outside of um of the film. Mm-hmm. Um I will say that I still think the um the recorded, the album version of Moonlight Motel is better than the one in the film. Okay. And I have no problem with, you know, the duets with Patty. I think she has a great voice. Oh, I yeah. think it was, it was really cool to see them uh, performing together. But, mm-hmm. um, but for me, that song, um, you know, lived with just his voice alone. Yeah. And so I still think that that one is stronger on the album.
0: Um, I think, My only, my one qualm, with the movie was, and it's not even like that big of a deal. There's this point, I forget what song it is, but he's talking in the car. And I can tell there's a mic in the car because it sounds awful. Oh.
1: (laughs) Which part was that?
0: Oh, he's like in the car, but it sounds like, like it sounds tinny because his voice is bouncing off. Huh. The his 57 Chevy. Right. As opposed, like, instead of... I'll have to go
1: back and watch it at some point. I, I know that I'll own it as soon as it, it hits on um, Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, like, he should have ADR did or something. And, yeah. But I was just like, like, he's talking in the car and no one thinks this is like, <laughs> like, this sounds different
1: <laughs> well i wonder though i mean you know is that is that a call that springsteen would have, may have been like no i'm not redoing it it's you know it's it's not real if i redo it i,
0: it, I mean it's such a little like thing that mm-hmm. like, i just but it, it bugged just, you it, it just bugged me like as a uh, someone who this like, is
1: a film quality as an overall like
0: it didn't like diminish my enjoyment of the film mm-hmm. or anything like it's probably me looking too hard for like Oh yeah, this movie like, like looking for me like find something wrong with this movie like oh yeah they should have eighty heard this part. <laughs> I mean I think it was a really cool way to do, um,
1: to do what he was wanting to do. For, uh, first of all, I I I think it would have been a really cool tour if he brought that you know out mm-hmm. and 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 did those performances. He, um because he, he could have done he, I mean he could have done like that album and then selections from other albums, maybe.
0: He would have never gotten away with it though. Because it's his inclination mm-hmm. to do a three-hour right. thing and to give it all he's got. Well, but
1: I mean if you look at it, there's precedent for it though uh from a standpoint of other solo tours that he's done, though. Mm-hmm. Because the Ghost of Tom Joe tour and the um devils and dust tours those would be like 90 minute shows
0: yeah but like i, I mean i get i get why he did this the way he did it mm. because he knew he was never gonna tour on this album mm. and i mean you he wouldn't have been able to do i think it would have been too easy for him to put on to be in an arena with the people that he picked, yeah, and give a small intimate show, yeah. that was the cool thing about the movie mm-hmm. was it end up being still being this intimate experience, even and maybe it had to do with the fact that we were the only two people in the theater <laughs> it was <laughs> like Bruce was playing just for us, yeah. yes, yeah, but I mean it he did get like he did do well with it, like i
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought that the I thought that some of the things you know you could point to something like where he's talking about movement and how, you know, the once upon a time, you know, maybe the being in a car was about going somewhere mm-hmm. or moving forward or something like that. But how now you've got, um, more of a, of a, you know, you're going from place to place to place, but is that movement forward, you know, maybe not so much, but, I mean so that might be a little too general and kind of uh ephemeral I suppose mm-hmm. but um but I thought a lot of the the rest of it definitely helped you know the fact that he's talking about tackling demons and baggage and all that I, I don't know the the like the moves that he's done it seems like within the last whether it was his memoir or whether it was um the Broadway show or or you know, both the Western Stars album and the Western Stars film, it's, uh, I mean, he's definitely, you know, I mean, he's always seemed like a very genuine individual and, um, uh, you, you know, been honest with his audience, but this seems like a whole other level yeah. of, like, you know, what this is, I'm going to show you, like what just nakedly
0: honest, this aging process has been like. And again, knowing the, like the after the bonus feature at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> which was, which was interesting. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, like they, someone that asked the question at Toronto, like, like this is like a trilogy for you. This mm-hmm. is the, um, there's the book, there's the Broadway show. And then there's the, um, uh, the um, this movie, uh-huh. I would argue that even that even goes far back as to his River tour, his ties that bind. Oh yeah, performing box that album and in, in total yeah. Well, I mean, even like because there was there was a making of mm-hmm. on HBO, mm-hmm. and there's the like the big set and everything, and um yeah, and like even at the sh- at that show, like he. Told stories about that show mm-hmm. and like it just like this is how i broke like he considers it to be his breakthrough album the river yeah or you think he does like you could argue born to run is but well so something's
1: interesting though
0: i think anyway
1: because and then then maybe springsteen corner can be over but um the, the uh, first of all it was funny as i was i was thinking as I you was were talking. Say, yeah. i was thinking as you were talking about um you know this kind of like trilogy of like discussing you know working a lot of things out and uh he should have just done a podcast you yeah. know
0: <laughs> well he did it was mark Mer- what no, it was no, mark Merritt. no but you know what i'm yeah. saying
1: like he could have just he could have just like done yeah you know he could have hosted a podcast. He could have just been talking it out, but he decided to go through it this way, which I guess is whatever. But nope. uh, no, I was gonna say. So, first of all, you know, if there's, I have a couple of points. One, you know, basically, you could actually take that all the way back to um, the um, the darkness on the edge of town box set. Yeah, the promise, because that kind of began. You know, that was the first album. That because um, there was there was like a thirtieth anniversary thing or fortieth anniversary thing for Born to Run, but it wasn't on the scale that he did for starting with with Darkness, mm-hmm. um, and there was a lot of going back and dealing with you know um, you know the stories of that time and all those recordings that he had lying around for all this stuff that you know and the documentary that went along with that too Mm -hmm. um and then uh so i you know i think you could say it's sort of this this idea kind of begins from from that almost but then also i was um i'm reading that um you know i have album infinitum on hiatus while i'm reading uh robert forster's memoir grant and i which is about his um you know a little bit of his childhood, but then mostly about the formation and journey of the Mm go-betweens. Um, and he talked about, uh, and it's always, you know, a side note, it's always a little disheartening when you get to the part where you're reading about, uh, your favorite album by the band and, um, and they start talking a little bit negatively about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and my, my favorite go-betweens album is 16 lovers lane. Um, and he has a couple of sour points about that. But when, as he was talking about writing the songs for that album, which are some of the more like deeply personal songs that he's written, and songs examining love and and you know, kind of like um, working through some issues with that, and um, he talked about listening to two albums in particular. One uh, was an album that I'm I'm not uh, was, I think it might have been called. It's by the Jesus and Mary Chain. Um I wanted to call it Darkness. I can't remember the name of it. Something. Anyway, it'll come to me after we're off mic, of course. But he makes a point to talk about Born in the USA, mm-hmm. which is an album that I have just basically within the last few years come like changed my mind about. Um, it was never my favorite Springsteen album, but as I've you know gotten to the age where Bruce was when he was recording it basically and writing some of those songs I found a lot more meaning in them oh yeah Um, and so he was talking about Robert Forster talking about how uh, you know people will point to albums like uh, like Nebraska and Ghost of Tom Joad as as, you know the real Bruce and all that kind of thing he's like no Mm -mm. Born in the USA is you know you talk about uh, Downbound Train and um, Bobby Jean and uh you know, and he started listening off all these songs and I'm like you know you, 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 he's kind of right he's, he's he's not wrong about it,
0: yeah, my hometown is like yeah, like it's just it's the one it's still him, it's him, but he's looking a little more outward mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um out of his like family circle right, like, and he's like and that's when he met Ron Kovic and that's when he yeah, yeah, um, when he started thinking about like his childhood and how like people were like kind of racist and things happened like mm-hmm. i there's something i think the only like song of that album that is like even remotely like considered like a pop hit like was like a poppy song is dancing in the dark but that's still like
1: that's a dark song if you actually yeah you know i, I mean obviously as they they also point to in um in that uh blinded by the light movie mm-hmm. you know when you start l- examining the lyrics of you know i want to change my clothes my hair my face you know yeah um i ain't getting nowhere
0: like as i heard like landau like said and I, you mean like a like a single or something yeah and he wrote like it's but it's still like he didn't write it to like it's more like ran like as a fu <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but like it's still like a springsteen song mm-hmm. i can't think of anyone else doing it but him. I've never like, liked
1: cover me. Well that's the one like low note on the album for me is is that particular song. A pink but, Cadillac, too. Just, well Pink Cadillac's not
0: on the album though, is it? No, but yeah, it's still like but they play it like on the radio and like Yeah. yeah. Like like, yeah, he like you did it like <laughs> But um to, to kind of bring on home and like it's I think I think about that river tour, and I think about McCartney. And I kind of wish that, like, like I think the point that maybe I didn't make clear in my Phil and Collins review, which mm-hmm. I still get shit about. Really? Yeah. You know, someone wrote me the other day too about like about that how I was picking on the old man in a cane. Anyway, I'm the fact that he had was in a chair the whole concert had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's because he has these songs, mm-hmm. and like he didn't engage or talk about them with the audience when he could have. Yeah. Like he, it was a missed opportunity. He could have done.
1: Especially as it's his farewell tour. It was a way to, yeah. to, to, uh, talk about the legacy of things and to yeah. connect, which, you know, to which you point, did in
0: the second half of the show.
1: Well, and, and which Springsteen and McCartney do
0: just, you know, yeah. Super well, which, the first half of the show was a song because he was not doing that. Mm. He made a crack about Genesis mm-hmm. and like and everything, but just kind of played these songs like straight through. And I thought, okay, this is all right. Like, mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with his voice. It had nothing to do with him being in a chair. Mm-hmm. But like, it wasn't until the second half of that show when he like gave separate lives, which I thought was just like this cool but kind of. Like it, it's a Stephen Bishop song that he covered mm-hmm. like and he gave it this gravitas and drama like oh like oh we're we're good here like this is what I wanted mm-hmm. like, and then it just gets better from there and he plays with the sun like that's when it starts like, oh, this is how Phil Collins is doing this now gotcha. like, he's doing it he's not saying anything, but he's kind of. Saying something really cool here mm-hmm. that I, I'm really starting to dig, and then they played Suyo. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish they had done that, but it was like, and I wish that maybe that point had been made in my review, but obviously it wasn't. Or people only read it what they wanted to read. That always happens, though, it always happens. Anyway, uh, well that I mean, was Springsteen classic rock corner. Yeah.
1: And clearly we we uh you know, will get much further into the revelation for Eleanor that we've we well we've already seen it, but that, you know, she get it gets brought back around to the fact that she and Cheety told each other that they love each other. So. Yeah. It's going to all come back into play here as we get into the second half of season three. And it seems like such
0: a weird thing to bring up, like a weird way to bring that up. Want to listen to a podcast? No. Uh, Like 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 at the end of the show? Yeah. Like as in this like, what does that have to do with like anything? But then they wouldn't have the second half of the season.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of slipped in all right. It's like Michael realizing the, oh, crap. There is this other thing that you need to know because you just you think that you've never told anybody that you love them and
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're capable of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's like, hey, by the way, you did do it. I forgot to tell you.
0: Yeah. Um, what's the name of the next episode?
1: The name of the next episode is and we didn't talk about what the name of this episode was, did we?
0: Oh, it was the The Fractured the uh, something or other. Fractured inheritance. Which is what Camilla, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: the worst possible
0: use of free will. Yep, <laughs>
1: the worst possible use of free will. Yeah. Do you ever read the synopses of these? Um, yes, I do, and they are often ridiculous. Yeah. This one says, when Eleanor asks Michael to help her recall some of her forgotten afterlife memories, she begins to gain insight into her motivations.
0: It's because they don't want to like, give anything away, but like pretty soon it's
1: nah. yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna get into oh, we're so close to Janet's.
0: Yes, we got a few zingers coming up here.
1: We do, which is yeah, nice. looking forward to it. Yeah, all right, sir. All right, it's time to sign off.
0: All right, joy babies, cheer the babies. Take it sleazy. Mm-hmm.
1: This has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from Hootenwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hooten Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast receive discounts on merch and more, go to patreon.com forward slash waddle.